shit. I don't even know my own kids. How much do we know about these high school kids? What are they thinking? And then it hit me. Boom! My semester in high school. You. What's your name? So Josie. Jose? Josie Geller. Josie Geller, you enroll Friday. Have fun. The meeting just ended. You are looking at the newest undercover reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. I am Josie Geller, high school student, senior class, 1999. Uh-uh. You're kidding, right? What? Josie, do you remember high school? It was a long time ago. Do you remember what they called you in high school? Josie Grossy. I know, I made it up. I didn't know it was gonna catch on like it did. Josie, what's the matter? You look nauseous. Nauseated. I look nauseated. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show. We've got another good one for you today. A great one. Welcome back, all of our loyal listeners. Once again, my name is Keith. And I'm Scott. And these are the movies that made us gay. So, we took the show on the road. We did. This week. We're on location. We're on location. So, I always rattle on about my hometown of Lewistown, Montana, which I'm sure that everyone is very sick of hearing about. <laughs> so we are live from my parents' house yes, indeed. in Montana with some very special guests. Woohoo! Welcome to the show, old friends of mine. I've known you guys pretty much a good majority of my high school and grade school and middle school life. Welcome to the show, Jessica Granger and Amy Fox. Yay! Hi, guys. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Yay. Welcome back. got a reception. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, Thank you. Also, this is a, a very special episode because you're the first lesbians that have been on the show. <gasps> what? I know. In, in celebration of this fact, Amy is wearing flannel. <laughs> I love it. I didn't plan it, but I'm, I'm grateful for it. We had to, we it had to worked drive. Out we had to drive hours and hours to yeah. come to you to yeah. get to yeah. our Same. our lesbian friends. Uh, I yes. love it. Always worth it. So we watched <laughs> Never Been Kissed from 1999. Yes, a movie that is very dear to my heart. Oh, same. I yeah. definitely grew up in this movie. I'm very familiar with it. When we were collecting clips from it, I just knew the exact scenes to go to. Because yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like I know this movie like the back of my gay hand. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yes. a little background on Never Been Kissed. 1999 released April 9th of that year. And kind of this was the gold rush of the 1999 teen movies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Never Been Kissed was released early to mid 1999. Uh-huh. And yeah, I feel like it definitely holds up. Yes. What did you I guys agree. think? I... I think it definitely holds up because mm-hmm. it it still fulfills that that redo of high school fantasy yeah. thing mm-hmm. that so many of us have mm-hmm. from then, like that opportunity to do it all again and maybe have a different life. I mean, there's like a couple of like slightly problematic things oh, sure. in there. Yeah. Like, oh yes, there's tip- there's more than a couple. Oh yeah, like <laughs> like typical of any 1990s rom com. But I yeah. 
I feel like, I mean, Drew Barrymore still just absolutely kills it. Yeah, she's oh, great. She's so, a national treasure. So I have yeah. a funny memory of you with this movie. I remember yes. sitting in Channel One News in junior high. <laughs> I forget who was our English teacher in junior high in the eighth grade. Uh, Mrs. Coke. Yeah, I feel like it was Mrs. Coke. Yeah. And I remember watching a TV spot for this movie on Channel One News. Yeah. And I remember I sat right in front of you in that class. Yes. And I remember us being like, wow, that looks really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I really want to see that. I know that I know that Scott, you have brought up the movie store. Yeah. Yeah. High school job. Yes. And I once this movie came onto the one dollar week long sure. rental rack, like it was Mondays, I think. Oh, I rented the shit out of this movie, like seriously, every <laughs> all the time. And every, like Scott and I would always have conversations about like new movies that were coming yeah. out and anything. But like I, I never owned this on VHS, but I definitely rented it frequently from yeah, just pay a dollar the and movie get it for store. A week. Oh, I yeah. got it. Yeah. So, Amy, when was your first time you watched this movie? Do you remember? Oh, man. I watched it in high school as well. I think I actually watched, watched it with Claire, Sheldon, and Kelly, which sure. are our mutual friends. You were about two grades younger than me, mm-hmm. but I remember when I was a senior, I would hang out with you guys a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We would go over to Claire's for lunch. I think that I watched it probably when I was a freshman in high school. Did you watch it in Katie Fry's... Uh, abandoned store that her dad owned at the time. Because I remember having a lot of movie yes. movie nights in that. We call that little that location. Chi- we called that place Little China, and so we watched only Big Trouble in Little China. So, oh. so just a little yeah. background: nice. Katie Fry's dad is like a property owner, and he owned a building downtown that yeah. was vacant for a while. And I feel like. Katie just like had a couch set up and a TV and it was <laughs> yes. a sort of this like high school clubhouse. It was awesome. In this like abandoned downtown building. Wow. Well, and it later became just recently, most recently, the center of the universe, which was the very famous Oh, that's the same space. Center of the universe. Yes, it was the same space and it was one of the okay. Lewistown gold mines. Yeah. It was like a local head shop in Lewistown, yeah. Montana. Similar to the court. Yes, from you're right. Yeah, <laughs> never been kissed. Oh, not quite. We not out together. in the open. No know. dumpster fires. <laughs> we actually but... know where that was filmed. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Ooh. Exciting. So yeah, never been kissed. So I mean, this was a big deal for Drew Barrymore at the time. Yes. I mean, Drew up until the late '90s was kind of she had had a whole career as a child star. So was this mm-hmm. a flower film? It was the first flower. This is film. the first flower film. So okay. the flower film was her production company with Nancy. Nancy, Nancy Javonen. Javonen. Yeah. Uh, uh, the wife of Jimmy Fallon. Power bitch Nancy oh, really? Javonen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. A, a, a big deal in producing movies with Drew. And this was her first movie that she produced. Yeah. What else was she going to call it besides flower films? Because, of course, it's flower uh, films. My production yeah. company, Flower Films, flower you guys. Films. And, yeah, so. <laughs> it's a very magical production <laughs> so company. So, Drew Barrymore in the late 90s had a big second wind in her career. Yes. Yeah. So, Scream came out, and that oh, sort of. Yeah. Did that, that kind of kick off her little sort renaissance? Kickstarted yeah. her career again. <laughs> wow. Because yeah. she was the opening death of, of Scream. She yeah. was mm-hmm. the stunt cast. I right. Love that movie. And it totally worked, and she yeah. got a slew of. Uh, did never been movies. kiss lead right into Charlie's Angels. It did American uh, yes. classic Charlie's Angels. So she also, <laughs> when did Ever After come out? So oh, that was right around Ever After yes. came out in ninety eight. Oh. So it's sort of it was yeah. the precursor yeah. to this movie. Okay. I don't think that she produced Ever After. So mm. Ever After, Never Been Kissed, Charlie's Angels, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Yes. 
Um, those were those. I mean, I I loved. Yeah, Those I mean, movies. great, Drew's, all great. Yeah. Drew's an American treasure. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I mean, she's iconic. She's from yeah. the Ferris, the famous Barrymore family. It's one of those yeah. things too that, um, even at this time, you feel like, I don't know, she's playing high school and and even twenty five, but she was only about twenty five. Yeah. She had just been around since she was a kid. Yeah. So like right there's now, there's certain shots of her that she looks pretty young in this movie. Too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and how old was Denise Richards when she played a high schooler in oh. Drop Dead Gorgeous? Right. I mean, like twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. 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 So it's. it's I think it. I think it does yeah. work for the setup. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And there's a lot of suspension of disbelief with this mm-hmm. premise. I was going to say mm-hmm. David Arquette, on the other hand. David Arquette's character is not quite fooling me. <laughs> 23 years old. And how old was he in real life when he played oh, 23? Sure he I think it was, was about 28. Pushing 30, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had always read, and I don't know if it's true, but I've always read it, that the inspiration for this premise of a reporter that goes back to high school to write a story is sort of based on Cameron Crowe when he wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay. Because oh, really? I guess that he enrolled in right. a few days in high school to have a authentic high school experience. Sure. Hmm. So that's kind of what this premise came from. And we should also say this movie is written by Abby Cohen and Mark Silverstein. Who are? Uh, they're just the writers of the movie. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> go on to do anything famous. Written by, uh, directed by Raja Gosnell, uh-huh. who did the Scooby-Doo movies. Oh. Yeah. And there's some there's some other tour. pretty big names in this movie. I mean, there's yeah. uh, John C. Reilly. There's Octavia Spencer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Molly Shannon. Yep. Octavia Early. Spencer not doesn't even have a character name. Yeah, it's just sassy she has, black lady. She just has that, that one line. The, you know? paper. Yeah. And now she has more Oscars and nominations than the entire cast combined. Right. Yeah. And then she did the help and yeah. blew everybody's minds. Got early James Franco. In this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James Edward Franco, as he's credited in this movie. Yeah. A lot of a lot of up and comer uh, young actresses. Marley Sheldon, who yeah. kind of worked the rounds at this time. Mm-hmm. Jordan Ladd. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom was a Charlie's Angel. Yes, Jordan Ladd she looks. Was, she was Gibby in this. Looks movie. different in every single shot of this movie. These three girls. I mean, we have to get to that when we. <laughs> Gibby Kirsten and get Gibby Kirsten Kirst- and Kristen. Kristen yeah. yeah, those are very nineties yeah. names. Oh yes. So yeah. So this. So the setup yeah. of this movie. You're introduced to Josie, kind of the classic, mousy mm-hmm. archetype, of a woman. Yeah. Well, they're really nerding her up. They're very no. They're really they're nerding her definitely up. Definitely going just, overboard. She's not just like office, you know, cat lady. She's yeah. like Josie's got some issues. There, I mean, <laughs> she has that drab hair. Yeah, like they. I I don't know if they put a mask on or something to take away any shine she might have had from her hair. Yeah. She's wearing those hor- horrible shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. And then I think I actually wrote down like. Is she eating cucumbers? Like when they show her eating lunch, like she's just <laughs> eating cucumbers. Like and cottage cheese or something. Yeah. Her, that's what she put in her lunch pail for the day. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I'm bo- like, come on, at least put some cheese on those cucumbers. They, come they on. did do a couple of uh, some of the points of like nerdiness, like for Josie. Yeah. Um, like Scott was mentioning as we were watching it, you know, she's a copy editor, so she she comments on everyone's uh, grammar. A lot. Yes. She'll, you know that point she said. She said, you look nauseous. And uh, and she said, 
I look nauseated. Nauseated. <laughs> because, I look nauseated. Yeah. I love that. Line. Everybody funny says little, nauseous. Funny little character beat. Yeah. That yeah. she corrects people's yeah. grammar. Yeah. But then also the gaucho pants. They're gauchos. They're gauchos. They're gauchos. They got them on sale. She's, uh, <laughs> she's introduced in kind of the opening montage of her sad but kind of little cute life that she's knitting herself a pillow. Yeah. She's got that sweet. Ap- she's not knitting a pillow. She's needle pointing. She's needle pointing. <laughs> she <laughs> has a. Yeah. She has a pet. Turtle. There's two turtles in the big terrarium. Yeah, pet you could ever have. And she puts that pillow on her bed with probably about 15 other ones. I have to yes. say, this little block that her apartment is on. Anytime anybody in a movie or television show lives in Chicago, they live on that block. Oh, definitely. If yeah. not that that actual house, because mm-hmm. um, it's got that the shot of the L train, and then the camera just like goes right yeah. into the the little street. Vince Vaughn probably lives down the street. <laughs> I think, so funny story Amy's fa- whole family or, or part of her family is actually from Chicago ah. so she's she's Chicago familiar okay. slash adjacent are they all South Glen South alums no <laughs> they're from the south side oh okay <laughs> I wonder if it's a thing with Chicago high schools that there's a rivalry with proms I mean I'm sure it exists I mean my my siblings all went to a Lutheran school mm. or I mean my 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 mom and her siblings all went to a Lutheran school, so I'm not sure that they had many rivalries. <laughs> I mean, I went to I went to private Catholic school, and there were rivalries, but it was more uh, sports related. Every high school has sports. Yeah, rivalries. and everybody, yeah, yeah and everybody's absolutely. got that. But this whole idea of like competing for the best nation's prom. best, yeah, prom? and they had that banner up in the on? school that said yeah. best prom like winner. There's an, like there's an award given every year. Yeah, yeah like what's that about? Yeah, like it's, who judges I, these? But proms I guess that they go I guess to it exists one? in the universe of the movie. Sure, mm-hmm. it's just something that we have to in the universe of the yeah. movie where it's perpetually summer in Chicago. Yes, and nobody right? ever it, has to wear jackets. You know, pretty much an entire school year. <laughs> is it like how long is she there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I literally stopped the movie last night to ask Amy like. What month is this supposed yeah, to be? Who knows? <laughs> like, when does this take place? Because nobody's wearing a jacket, and Chicago yeah. in March is cold. Then maybe it's just maybe we're led to believe it's just like uh, April, May, June. Yeah, that's sure. leading yeah, up to prom. They got Josie in the later half of the spring semester. Yeah. Well, and in a lot of movies, especially back then, it was um, not uncommon for for schools to or for movies to. Like have prom immediately before graduation. Graduation the oh, day yeah. before, yeah. It's the last night <laughs> right. of school. It's like the it's like you have prom and then you wake up and graduate. Yeah, in the, in the movies. Yep. Yeah. And then we'll never see each other again. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, like any classic teen movie, the big climax has to be the prom. Yes, too. of course. Yeah. That's like a big staple of everything. Yeah. yeah. I like how they did a lot of like carry elements, oh, like yes. in that definitely um, leading up to that. I thought that was really cool. And I didn't ch- realize that until I just watched it this last time. Yeah, but. exactly. When they were when they pulled out the can, I was like, "They're not going to have time to set up the pulleys needed for this <laughs> <laughs> for this carry moment." He just kind of he just is holding it over her head. It's a little yeah. lazy, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it could do better. Yeah, you know? <laughs> these popular kids though. I don't know. I don't know. They're they're not very bright. Yeah, but um, yeah, jo- I feel like Josie. She's um she's 25 in the movie. She's the youngest copy editor at they they name it the Chicago Sun Times, which yes. is the real mm-hmm. the real paper. That's where Roger Ebert's from, right? The Chicago Sun Times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's an incredible paper. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of kind of cool that they that they you know. 
and it's built into the character that she's 25 years old and she's very, very successful. Yeah. And usually, yes. I don't really know this from experience, but I would think when you're that successful at such a young age, you usually have some social problems of <laughs> that you were always the smart kid. Yeah. And yeah. ahead of the everyone. Overachiever. And you always had trouble making friends you never quite fit in. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of a, a relic of the time you know, we just watched Reality Bites and Winona Ryder in her her character in her valedictorian speech for her college graduation says, oh, no, it's not during her victor- valedictorian speech. At some point in the movie, she says, I knew I wanted to be something by 23. And we yes. watched it or I watched it in, in a crowd at Cinespia and everybody burst into laughter. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because there's the crowd is filled with you know 35 40 year olds and everybody's like be something huh okay uh, yeah. okay we'll have, get, uh, we'll have to get right on that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah maybe so in the baby bo- baby boomer era but definitely not now yeah exactly so first and granted a, co- a copy editor i don't know if a copy editor at a newspaper does this job Right. What is she doing? She's literally editing articles. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both, they both got journalism degrees. Yeah. So. I mean, she's sitting in on story meetings, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll be the one reading, reading the stories and making sure that they're grammatically correct. Okay. But so it's, great. it's built in that it's a big deal that she gets assigned this because she's always yeah. wanted, she's always wanted to do a big article for the paper and this by chance, her boss just throws it at her. Would yeah, a copy right. editor have a full-time assistant? <laughs> it depends. I think probably at the Maybe. sometimes, oh, okay. probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I want to know if the, like, one, what the Molly Shannon character does. I exactly. Have, also, I my notes. is she in that main meeting with the owner of the paper? So like, I think <laughs> that she, I was thinking about this, and I think that she must be, like, a lifestyle or home editor. Or, yeah. like, a... Because she's like, a woman, Scott. I mean, <laughs> what else do you think? But, like, what else do you think that, like, Molly Shannon writes for the she writes, Chicago Sun-Times? She writes the, the Carrie Bradshaw sex and the yes. Chicago True. article. Yes. She could write, I would read that every single day. The, if it was written by Molly Shannon? She could absolutely. write, like, the marriage announcements and all of that. I think I think I think I agree with you, Scott. Yeah. She kind of seems like she could cover all those bases, but yeah. she might be more like the lifestyles. Or I hope that she has, like, an advice column. Yeah, That's I, what I really hope as well. Like, she would be fantastic. At oh, yeah. <laughs> Molly Shannon, really funny, and I feel like Hollywood never quite knew what to do with her. I mean, she had yeah, moments in movies, but this was at a time for women coming off of SNL yeah. where you didn't really have a lot of big projects handed to you you had to work for him she did have stuff like superstar yes of and course. <laughs> um a few other things never been kissed one of them but yeah i feel like hollywood would know what to do with her more now yeah than absolutely it did then. yeah i mean like you had what like yeah until the era of um oh my god i'm blanking tina fey yeah yeah and and that female-led writing cast mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. snl like the women coming off of SNL, like they're like, okay, well, we'll put you in comedy movies, yeah. but we don't really know what else to do. Yeah. Whereas, you'll like the, Kristen Wiig, you you'll know, be like, the sexy oh, yeah. office best friend. <laughs> yeah, this is this is pre bridesmaids. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. obviously. Yeah, and also I really enjoy Molly Shannon and John C. Riley's scenes together too. Yeah, me too. Because you have to remember yeah, this is like this is like a teen movie, so it's aimed towards an, uh, a younger audience. But I think those two really kind of 
elevate the movie a little bit that this just isn't a teen comedy. Right. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen like a romantic comedy that revolved around those I two. I would watch that. A hundred percent I would watch that. <laughs> I even I also have in my notes that I took sexually liberated Molly Shannon is amazing. Yeah. 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 Like she She's living her best life. Yeah. She's like, I like to have sex. I'm not going to apologize yep. for it. Yep. Going after uh mm-hmm. what's his name from op ed? <laughs> Roger from Op-Ed. Roger from Op Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Is now is Roger from Op-Ed in the story meeting? Yeah, it's, he a, is. It's, it's uh, the guy. He, he's a staple of Adam Sandler's yeah. crew. Yes, it's uh, yes. Grandma's boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, all, yeah. all those. He, uh, him, and him and the other guy play a gay couple in. Um, yes, they do. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Because, I was going to say Daddy's home. Because they, right. nope. because they talk daddy. about Brad Pitt and Thelma and Louise. Yep. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, Josie gets this article, and they both, John C. Riley and Molly Shannon, try to talk her out of it, Mm -hmm. but this is her big moment. This is like the moment to prove herself professionally that she can do this. Because she's good as a copy editor, but does she have what it takes to be a journalist? Yeah. A real, like, you know, embedded. I mean, yeah. Does she, can she grab you, the bull by the balls? Yeah. Are you really capable of this? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she she feels like it. And um, but, but what would it take to? The, obviously, she's not telling the school. It's like right, like where are the privacy concerns? Like these are of, these are underage people that of, she's investigating. There's a lot of legality in this premise. Yeah, that, um, I guess we're just gonna have to suspend our disbelief. Yeah, but it was also in the '90s, so some of that wasn't there. That's true. true. Yeah, only a only a story that could exist in in the late well, '90s. Well, one of the big things that was new to Josie as a new returning high school student was the metal detector but at the time that wasn't for school shootings that was like gangs are rampant in america and you know this predominantly white high school yeah is just full of where's the diversity in the chicago Chicago high school yeah that's the most unbelievable thing about this i think there's one there's like a handful of black extras in the movie yeah that are in the the class scenes jessica alba and and they're brought back for the promise true Yeah. yeah And they go see Ozo Motley. These kids are not going to go see Ozo Motley. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. They're a cool band, but. Right. <laughs> I really like why? that band. Yeah. No, yeah, they're great. Yeah, but they're like, great. why would these kids? Like, yeah. I've seen, I've seen them at the Wilma. They're Missoula. Rufus. No kidding. Yeah. Really? Oh my gosh. They That's didn't awesome. perform at like a coffee house yeah. lounge. <laughs> I don't know what this establishment that is that they go to. made zero sense. Right. There's couches. They got a table right in front. Everybody's just yeah. talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Wilma makes sense for them. The Wilma's great, but yeah. So, um, yeah, and Josie really didn't have the best high school experience. Oh, no. She no. was Josie Grossi. She was Josie Grossi as set up yeah. in our opening clip of the movie. And I must say, like, I think that Drew Barrymore does so well acting in those those flashbacks yes. as just that young mm-hmm. awkward you know nerdy full of braces yeah i mean i like i really feel for her oh and i God. really yeah, like, definitely yeah like, i get her i feel her like earnestness as yeah. she's like talking to, talk to billy to billy yeah and and i just like i my heart breaks for her when she 
you know, when she oh, has, like when she has the eggs thrown egg, her. Oh, that is, yeah, that's really good. Those, that's a really good scene. She does so well. Yeah. Those, I always thought that. Hi, those high school traumas that follow yeah. a song yeah. into adult life. And Absolutely. I always want everyone can relate to that. Yeah. And I always want to call him Billy Christensen, but that's from Romy and Michelle. Not yes, this I, know. I think about that all the time too. Yeah, I finish it and I'm like, that's not that's, the right. No, not the wrong one. Um, but yeah, her, and I do like early in the movie when um, they're cutting to the flashback scenes. They use these like '80s songs, yeah. and like she's got the, she just threw up because she's thinking about high school or, or she's just afraid of the moment and. And the toilet paper is like blowing in the bathroom yes. stall. Good little scene transitions. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. very cute. They do so, that pretty seamlessly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, I kind of, I love that they are using these like very '80s clothes and yes. songs and I, everything. But if she's 25 kept, and it's 1999, she graduated that. in 1992. Exactly. I mean, it was the it, it was still it was transitional. The excess of the '80s, yeah, <laughs> jumping still, onto the early '90s. Still pretty, still pretty '80s. Ish. I mean, I love the music that they use. And yeah, it's a great. I, I used to have the soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. There's a lot of good music cues in this movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, we should probably talk about her first day of school. How do you feel about this look <laughs> that she's <laughs> like settled five on? Five chickens had to die just so she could look that stupid. So, well, she does say that Anita picked out the look. Yeah. She so. yeah. she cut her hair and she bleached it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her eyebrows. And her eyebrows. Yeah, she bleached her eyebrows. And she used and that. that curl. That curl, yeah, something else. She has some like drag queen hair going into the first day of school too. With the feather boa, yeah, <laughs> like her hair is larger than her shoulders. Well, like her entire her entire top was like trimmed in like feathers, and then there was like a boa also on top of it. It was a lot, a lot of look, it was all a lot white. Of white. And then she had that like silvery kind of lipstick that she was wearing, yeah. so it was just washed out, very from washed out. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, was that? Po- I guess that might have been trendy in the late nineties. Oh, like one hundred. I had that silver, silver. Okay, I had metallic. that silver lipstick. Yeah, but metallic. I guess the look of the character is maybe if. You were older and you were styling and dressing. This is someone, what the kids are wearing. Like yeah. they're going to high school. Yeah. You'd yeah. end up with a wacky outfit like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should also mention that the costume designer is Mona May, and Mona May did all the stuff for Clueless. So That's she cool. was kind of Clueless. the going. She was like the go-to woman in the '90s if you wanted to style a movie with young people. Yeah. And just kind of elevate it. She also did Romy Michelle's high school high school reunion. A lot of crop tops being worn at the school that I don't know yes. would yeah. fly. They might be told to go home and change. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, nowadays that's not okay. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess that just adds to the charm of the universe of the movie. And like Clueless, this isn't yeah. exactly how teenagers would dress, but it's more of kind of... Yeah. It's uh, the fantasy world of how yeah, teenagers It lives dress. in its own yeah. universe mm-hmm. of this is how these young people go to school. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right the first day that she walks into the school, we get the uh, there's a big banner for uh, competing for nation's best prom. So that's mm-hmm. being set up from the very beginning. Uh, I don't know that Josie would be late for class on her first day. That's right. a little out of character for her. I didn't her. think about that, but you're <laughs> completely right. Her, she would be 20 minutes her, early. I, yes, it was her first yes. day going back to school, so she was a little nervous. She found a parking spot right out front. Maybe she mm-hmm. misjudged the traffic, but she did find a nice parking spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right in front. And That's... I was thinking, this looked like the 16 Candles High School, Breakfast Club High School, I think. Or at least 16 Candles. Maybe the, I think the Breakfast Club High School was different. 
I bet they probably got the exteriors in Chicago and the interiors they did in a school in L.A. Yeah, because it was mm-hmm. it was half and half. There was a lot yeah. of stuff shot in L.A., mm-hmm. including um, all of the outdoor scenes because it's perpetually summer. Yes. <laughs> so when they go to the <laughs> court, the court is in the city of El Monte in the San Gabriel Valley, and it is now a swap meet. <laughs> oh, so you can go drive in theater. You can go get a nice top, some <laughs> some like sneakers, a, a, some, a counterfeit like, Dodger hat, some Mexican medication. <laughs> yep. Pharmacy. Yeah, we always we always drive by that. We always drive by that drive-in. So we'll have to we'll have to take a better look at it. next Thirty time. packs of white tube socks. That's sort of how, that's sort of how Josie predicted it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how could these kids be doing this here? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> So, so we're introduced right. to all of the cool kids, mm-hmm. the A list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, right away she has classes. The A group, as they say in Romeo Michelle, A group. Yeah, yes. She has classes with them, like practically every class she's got with these with these girls. I mean, this is a graduating class of about yes. fifty, from what we see in the yes, movie. exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's it's a pretty small from what we see it, of it. It looks pretty small, and if okay, so Josie is late to what language are they? Learning? I was. Is it a is it like a world studies class? I was wondering that too because she's talking about countries. Yeah, it's not, I thought it that was aren't Spanish. Yeah. Because okay, so she's late to class. She has to wear the big sombrero because she's late. Mm-hmm. But then Billy walks in after her and doesn't have to wear the big sombrero. That's the power oh my of gosh. Billy. Was he going to the yes. bathroom? But that's the power of Yeah, he didn't Billy. have to wear this. Why is there yeah. only one sombrero? Oh wait a minute. His name isn't Billy. It's Guy. Oh, Billy it's is Guy. Billy guy is her who, actual Billy's crush from, from the eighties. Yeah. 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 So, Bill, uh, guy, guy. guy. We might, Ooh. we might just end up calling him Billy. But I have in my notes: Is Jeremy Jordan hot? Question mark. Okay, so I yeah. have written down Kate Monig Shane type hot guy Shane from the L Word. If you watch early seasons of the L Word, oh, Kate Monig and Guy look. Very similar, yeah. except Kate has slightly better hair. No oh, man, his Those hair bangs. is all over the yes. place in this movie. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's full on bangs. Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. like a shaggy. It's probably receding, and they had to like comb know. it up yeah. a little bit. I mean, he kind of has a Tom York thing going on, but Tom York looks like a ghoul too. So, I so don't know. there's certain <laughs> shots of him. There's certain shots of him, and I'm like, yeah, he's kind of cute. Like I feel like I remember when I was 16 thinking he was kind of cute, and then there's certain shots that he. Just looks all. He looks kind of creepy. He looks really tiny. He looks like he's on drugs. He's yes. yeah, yeah, because he's super skinny. It's sort of a heroin chic. He probably weighs yeah. about one thirty. Yes. Yeah, right. he's super skinny. He looks shorter than most of the girls. When he dances with Eldis at the end, he's way oh. short. I mean, although she's very tall, oh, but Eldis is way too good for him. Yeah, she's way hotter. than Why he did is. she accept that dance? He there. was so mean to her. I'm I just know. like, I don't think that she should have danced with him at yeah. all. So, I mean, like when I was in eighth grade, the people who picked on me relentlessly, the case. The, the Casey Welches or the Welches of the world <laughs> asked me if I would eat lunch with them one day and my bullshit alarms just oh, went off. Like, nope. I was like, nope, no, I'm no, good. thank you. This, no, absolutely <laughs> not. So if it were me and this person who has been so mean to me throughout my entire high school career asked yeah. me to dance, I'd be like, no, better not. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up calling her Alpo to her face. Right? Like, He's so mean. How many lifetimes for you to get cool? All that stuff. I'm just like, oh, that's so rude. Right to her face. Ugh, it's one yeah. thing if they called her out behind her back, but it's yeah. like straight yeah. up. He's got yeah. that average straight white man confidence. Yes. Yes, so, exactly. I feel like, um, so 
there's two actors from Gregoraki's Nowhere in this movie. Jeremy Jordan, yes, who's Guy, and also Jordan Ladd, who's who is Gibby. Gibby, and I feel like the styling of Jeremy in Nowhere is a little cuter. He has like bleached hair, mm-hmm. so he doesn't quite look as uh, crazy in this. Well, fun fact about Jeremy Jordan, there is another actor on the scene whose name is Jeremy Jordan. So when you Google him, this other guy comes up who's a lot younger, right? I did that last night just to make sure. Yeah. So then when you see our Jeremy Jordan, who's guy in Google, it's Jeremy Jordan parenthesis musician, right? And he had like that. There was a song on 90210, Beverly Hills 90210. Like in the '90s, and I remember they would do this thing where they would, if they would show videos or something like, uh, uh, "How do you talk to an angel?" and all Jimmy Walters. Sure. And um, they would kind of do it at the end of an episode. Fox would do this thing where the the episode would air, and then they would be like world premiere, you know, uh, video of like the Bartman or whatever, and um, or they did the Michael Jackson black or white video, right? Mm-hmm. So what they did with this Jeremy Jordan video, and this was, is the Jeremy Jordan from this. Movie, yes, right? this is guy because he's movie. also on the soundtrack. Yeah. They're, what? Yeah, yeah, he's on the soundtrack. He has a band. The, yeah, those. That's his biggest IMBD. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's all of his music, and it. They're at the Peach Pit, and it's Donna Tori Spelling looking at the jukebox, and she goes, "Ooh, Jeremy Jordan," and she hits it, and then it cuts to the video, and it's him, bleach blonde, tank top, all buff, and so, you're just like, "What?" Is so going this on? would have been like nowhere, <sighs> nowhere era. time. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen nowhere? That's Probably not. Crazy. No, I haven't. So nowhere is a is kind of a. A, this crazy psychedelic movie from the 90s directed by Greg Araki. And he got a lot of young up-and-coming actors in it. And uh, But it's very queer. It's yes. very, like, it's very, like, alternative cinema. And I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the Doom Generation with Rose McGowan. Oh, of course, okay. yeah, It's that act. Yeah. It's his next movie after Doom yeah. Generation. Oh. So yeah. there's, and, like, he worked with early Ryan Phillippe, early yeah. Heather Graham. Yeah. They're all, all these people are in it. found like, in his movies. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and there's two actors from... A Gregoraki movie in this. Yeah. Oh, so Jeremy Jordan, I feel like, is that he's a bit of a two faced and that sometimes you're just like, okay, and then sometimes just looks like a. But it's also interesting that he has this kind <laughs> of gay sh- swashbuckler look to him. Mm-hmm. I feel like the kid that would have gone to our high school would have been a. Would have been called a fag right away, oh, but he's the cool guy in this. Yeah, school. I don't know how he gets away so with half these outfits. He somehow gets away with it. I said that also the last two times we watched this movie. I thought like this doesn't make sense to me, but no, yeah, like our, our maybe our high school was totally different, but he wouldn't have been the cool guy. Oh my gosh! Pete just brought up a picture of Jeremy Jordan on his phone. That's from the nine hundred two and zero days. What? We'll post a picture on our Instagram of, of Jeremy. Absolutely. Yeah. Post it immediately. And I actually, I actually have nothing wrong with. <laughs> yeah. I actually have nothing what wrong with, with Jeremy's performance in, in this movie. I think he's pretty well used. <laughs> that, ch- that chunky highlight. That, yeah. that this is like the type of guy that a girl would would totally fall for. I, I agree. I think that I keep saying when I watch the movie, I think like that is, he's so douchey. Yeah. But he plays his role so, yes. so well. Yeah. And I also think, I mean, they're kind of shitty people, but you don't really hate anyone in the A group mm-hmm. too. Like they yeah. do do a good job of sort of balancing it out exactly. that they're not completely trash people, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though they kind of are at the end of it. But, yeah. Right. But you're, but you easily forgive them, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so many people are trash people in high school. I mean, we all, yeah, yeah, 
I mean, we're all trash people at some point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and they they're just doing what they need to to survive, and yeah, they just yeah. happen to be, you know, Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they're just stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. So you know they're given all this and. Uh, yeah, it's it is. Uh, yeah, you can't fully hate them. I mean, you hate them a little bit, yeah. but you're like, well, and yeah. and so Josie kind of she tries to get in good with them because at the very beginning, her first day, she's like, I'm doing a story. What do you got? What are you guys into? What are, what are your hopes and dreams? She goes right yeah. to the cool kids. Yeah, yes. but when that doesn't work out, she meets Aldis, yes, played by Lily Sobieski. I love her retired actress, Lily Sobieski. That one's had an interesting career. Baby Helen Hunt. Yeah, so I feel house. like they tried to make her, She they tried to have her have a big moment and nothing quite stuck with her. Yeah. So, yeah. So she did Never Been Kissed. She did a Joan of Arc made for TV movie mm, that I, I had that. completely yep. forgotten about until Pete had to remind me. Yeah. Yep. And I continually get it mixed up. Well, I with, think she was nominated for like an Emmy and a Globe Yeah, I keep that. getting it mixed up with the Luke Besson one. Which was Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and she was in uh, she was in a big scene of Eyes Wide Shut. So mm-hmm. she had, so she kind of has street cred because she's worked with she Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. So that's a big deal. And then yeah, after this movie, she did a she did like Joyride. Do you guys remember Joyride? I, I do. Joyride. Uh, <laughs> the Glass oh, yes. House. I I rented Glass House. Several times. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so they tried to more make, than once. Yeah. They tried to make her like the Jennifer Lawrence of her day, and it just didn't quite stick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I have an alternate universe theory where Josie Geller is actually Aldisa's like sexual lesbian awakening. Oh, oh like, I like that. And then she goes on to Northwestern, and she mm-hmm. she just becomes her best gay self. Yeah. And, but I mean, like you. I mean, I, I I see it, you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> when yeah. I watch it, you know. That's I've never heard this, so this is my first. Fan? I kept it secret until today. My this first is some this. some fan fiction. I have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> we can get this on Reddit. <laughs> if anyone has fan fiction, yeah. <laughs> Sla- slash fiction is that what that? Is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josie slash Aldi. Josie slash Aldi. So um, she says that her mother got the name from a romance novel. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have problems with the fact that they pushed Josie's car onto the football field. Mm-hmm. Right. How exactly... Was it a downhill slope to the football field? <laughs> yeah, like that's hard. Yeah. yeah. None that, of those guys are that buff. That's no. taking, That's a lot of work for like a first day of school. For a heroin sheet guy. Does, yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't and have much muscle bass. Does yeah. his car have no emergency brake? Also, who we saw at all times throughout the first day of school. So when did they do it? Yeah, exactly. They were in every <laughs> class. Like, she just walks out and the car's gone. They skipped out on home ec or something. Yeah. <laughs> I loved home ec. <laughs> <laughs> My school didn't have it, and I always wanted to because I would see it in TV shows and movies and bake cake in class. Although, what was the <laughs> what was the politically correct name of it when we were in high school? Because the official class oh. wasn't called home ec. What was it called? Uh, I just... I'll it had some weird name. <laughs> uh, I'll get back to you on that because like, all I can think of right now is home ec, home ec which was what ec. we signed up for in junior high. Like yes, in high with Mrs. Ward. Something, something totally different. Uh, okay. Oh, like, what was it? I made a pencil kit. Something skills. Family re- skills. Family I made a pencil kit in a, in a gym bag. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You made a pencil what? A pencil case? I made a, a pencil bag and a 
and a gym bag. And then don't for, don't forget the the wind thing, the wind sock. Oh we, yeah, we I had remember to do that. that. Yeah. We had to practice our sewing <laughs> before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were we in the same home ec class in junior high? I don't remember. Maybe. We, I mean, I definitely made the pencil bag and the gym bag and. <laughs> And we made the uh, she, Mrs. Ward did her best to convince us that pizza was a health food because it contained uh, all of the food groups. Oh, that's what they say. All the food, which I, the four food I, groups. I mean, it's right. I remember watching an episode of Full House where mm-hmm. where DJ babysits and the kid gets his head stuck in the stairs. But you watched it in home. <laughs> we watched it in home. Oh. And, we, and we discussed it after. <laughs> How not to babysit? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, this has been another episode of Lewistown Minute. Yeah. Yes. You are all probably so sick of Lewistown yeah. Rewind. Scott, Amy, and I could sit here and just wax on about Lewis growing up in small town Montana for the whole rest of the time. I love it. I loved it. <laughs> it well, Amy, Amy was one of the, you know, like she, she was like student body president and everything. Well. So, did you have to do school announcements? No, my brother did. But I never now, did. Now, was it the president or the VP that does the announcement? It was both. But okay. I was not Cause, student cause they do body. This that, I was they just, do this in Never Been Kissed. I was just senior class. Student oh, body does it. Okay. Yeah. 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 The whole school. Which I feel that's a very specific public school thing is where your class president does the announcements sure. over the loudspeaker. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a twin brother and he was, he was that guy for a while. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Josie meets the very sexy... Sam, played by Michael Vartan. Yes. Yeah. Who is teaching, is this a Shakespeare class in high school? Just English literature. Just English lit. Yeah, Yeah, doing Shakespeare as you like Mm -hmm. it. I do kind of forget that larger public schools in bigger cities do have an array of classes you can take that's just not generic English. English English or advanced English. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. AP. And this was like this classroom is on like lev- like levels. It's it set like up like a, a lecture like hall. a lecture hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's the cool teacher because he's young. Mm-hmm. They don't specify how young he is, but he's like cool enough that he wants you to call him Sam. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he brings his, his and his last name's Coolson. Oh yes! Is it is it Sam Coulson? Yeah. Oh my god! That strikes me as a placeholder that the scriptwriter did. We'll just we'll think of something. They'll change it later, and it never happened. They never did that. That find replace Coulson. So a very common theme. I have to give the the scriptwriter credit for all of this. Is that they're talking about Shakespeare's "As You Like It." with Josie and uh-huh. it sort of goes into the character that she has to put on a disguise sure. to mm-hmm. um to meet the man that she loves. Did who... you all have any teachers that were like fresh out of college? That were like the young hot teacher. I had Mrs. Johnson, but she was not a young hot teacher. <laughs> when I was in school there was one um but um, he's still teaching, so. I'm not <laughs> but was it one of those things where everybody was like, "They're so young and like, you know, Absolutely. people talk about yeah. all that like young and like hot." Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, can you I see mean, him? If yeah. Michael Vartan was my high school teacher, right. I would definitely be yeah. I didn't have turn in my homework every day and <laughs> sign up for all of his classes. Drop putting a little apple mm-hmm. on his desk. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, his relationship with Josie is interesting. Right off the bat, he's right like, off the bat, yes. he seems to be down. super into her. But yet, it doesn't read super weird because I feel like Drew Barrymore and Michael Vartan could date in real life. Yes. <laughs> so it's not it's not super weird. 
Well, I think his his point of view is all these other guys are just fucking idiots or they just don't care mm-hmm. and she actually cares and she's actually yes. into it yes. so he's like whoa okay and yeah, he sees that she's super smart yeah she can get mm-hmm. all of his questions and references yeah she's to shakespeare everything like that, that she's lived more so yeah. i almost yeah. feel like he knows something's up right away with her too i kind of feel like that too but doesn't doesn't seek out anything else because he just kind of believes right. like where she's at right because yeah. i mean ultimately he does try to get her into college Mm -hmm. even though why would Josie she didn't think this through because why is her character of Josie like I'm not going to college Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that doesn't make any sense but like also he like right off the bat he's like oh I talked to this person at Dartmouth which is across the country (laughs) from Chicago like no no no, I know you said you didn't want to go to school but I'm going to get you an interview with this university which is in new hampshire (laughs) and and you should just go for it like she might have a dying parent we don't know yeah he doesn't know (laughs) you know why not why not try like university of chicago or something like something that is there why why dartmouth across the country you know because it's because it's got a name yeah right exactly yeah but Nor- I, he could have been like, let me get you an interview at Northwestern. At Northwestern, yeah. Because that's where she went. went there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, which is no small deal. No, I mean, yeah. It's a huge deal. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, oh, and she, he, yeah, like you said, she gets his references. Like, she got the Gordie Howe thing. And everybody's like, who's that? I think Gordie Howe's a little too old, even for those two. I was like, although I did look up what year Michael Vartan was born, and he is older than I thought he was. He was born in 67. Really? So he was over 30. He was like yeah. 32 when this movie was made. He's keeping it tight for 32 yeah, in this movie. Yeah, Michael Cortan still looks great, too. He did a little arc on Bates Motel, yeah. I remember. Yeah. He looked good on that. He took the potion. My, and yeah. Michael, yeah. Michael Martin has a very like mom appropriate hotness too. Old. This is like the type of man that your mom would be like, he's really cute. Oh, my mom loves this movie, first of all. Mine too. Yeah, and I think she does like Michael Vartan. <laughs> you know, you know Melinda's type. Mm-hmm. She likes Clooney. Oh well, yeah. That's like her. Yeah, that's like her fave. Silver fox, <laughs> right. but like, in the gorgeous, like gorgeous silver fox. <laughs> so, all right, where are we? Where are we in this in this movie? We, she just had English class. Um, I would like to point out something yeah. with the. Um, once Josie gets invited onto the denominators, mm-hmm. and they have this whole musical scene of her nerding out over it's to the blind melon song, yes, yep. over calculus, <laughs> and they have this <laughs> they have this pie thing set up, mm-hmm. and if you notice, that's not what pie is like the number that they oh, put on. Oh, is it wrong? <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> also, the sign is too. You can see like a third little. Like, you can tell that there was no, there was no true, true yeah. mathletes on the set. Oh, we gotta they get got a picture of this. They got the three point one four, but after that, it's completely wrong. So, funny story yeah. about pie that I don't think we've mentioned. So, we went to um, bar trivia at Precinct in Los Angeles about a month ago or so, and we were kicking ass on everything. Like, we were ahead the entire time. The final round was how many digits of pie do you know? So each round is 10 questions, and the last round, your little sheet of 10 answers was just each one is a digit of pie. So I'm like, okay, well, we've got three. (laughs) 
<laughs> I yeah. feel like we got. We actually got four. Four. Yeah. No, I think we might have gotten like five. Five. Three point one four one five nine. Yeah. Six nine. Yeah, it's, it's nine. yeah. But if but you, there were just two of us, and we were kicking butt, and then we another team of like oh. eight people came in. And oh, that's yeah. Yeah, that's not fair. Not I mean, fair at like all. they need to take into consideration the team size. They, I agree. I mean, if every single one of those people came up with one digit of pie, on. I mean, they've even the drag queen God. host pickle knew that it was kind of bullshit. Yeah, when she gave she, us free stuff. When she knew yeah. that we lost for that for that. Oh, reason. she got us a shot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't think that. I drank my shot. What was the grand prize of the winning of that? Oh, it was a fifty dollars bar tab. <laughs> and that's the thing, the eight members of the other team got like half a drink. Yeah, yeah I'm like, that's not even a drink of person <laughs> yeah. in LA. Come on. No. Yeah. So we're like, good job, everybody. <laughs> Stole our bar tab. We could not- have had two drinks each on that. <laughs> yeah. Not that we're- Six drinks each if we were in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Not that we're bitter or anything. <laughs> but you should be. <laughs> All right. So I feel like a big turning point of the movie is when... Her brother. Her brother enrolls. Just enrolls. Yes. <laughs> and her yes. brother, because she's having trouble fitting in with the group. She's getting yeah. pressure from the paper that you need to get a story with these mm-hmm. people, with well, the cool crowd. Yeah, and Josie can't figure out a story. She's going to do an expose on cafeteria food. Mm-hmm. She's going to do an expose on, what was the other one that she came up with? They go shopping and they keep the tags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is think, totally something people do, too. Oh, yeah. I think it's really awesome how they they do that full stop in the movie where she just gets nailed. Oh, in yeah. The face by yeah. the door. And it's like, this is where everything's going to change. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a that's an act break right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so her brother gives her advice, which is pretty sound advice for high school politics is all you need is just one person in the cool crew to like you and then you're in. Yes, that's absolutely accurate. So yeah, so that's your way in. These these girls changed their tune real quick as soon as, what's the brother's name? Robbie Rob. Robbie Rob. Yeah. As soon as David Arquette, Robbie Rob comes to town, he just charms them all. Feeds him all these lies that she dated mm-hmm. the drummer from the Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yes. Which, which, Come on. Her dad invented X-Lax. She's the heiress <laughs> to the X-Lax fortune. And I also feel like in the late 90s, I don't think young people really would have cared about the Big Bad Voodoo Daddies anymore. Yeah. I agree with that. And also, they were like a band... Of, Bunch of old men. Yeah, I feel like their drummer was probably just like some weird old dude. Like, I don't know about that. Um... Yeah, so Rob becomes like, oh, he's he's going to fulfill his like shattered dreams of being a baseball player because he got mono mm-hmm. when he was a senior in high school <laughs> yes. and he couldn't get to the talent scouts yeah. for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. God knows if you're sick for two weeks, that throws off yeah, your entire yeah. life, man. Yeah. yeah, and I love that she suggested like, did you talk to this person about the community college? Oh, like, yeah. you you could still get on their baseball team. And I was like, do community colleges have baseball teams? <laughs> <laughs> they, mine did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mine did. They had mine a football categorically team. did not. Oh no, mine yeah. did. There was a baseball team, a football team. They had like all that stuff. But people do go to Pasadena City College for life. Yeah, so, which is true. <laughs> it's a big school. It's okay. like high school part two. It's not like yeah. Missoula College. The styling no. for high school Arquette's pretty cute though. And David Arquette's not really someone who I generally find attractive to, but. I liked how they styled him in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we should also mention they set up Josie 
with a surveillance van outside that she's <laughs> yes. wearing a pin that broadcasts live yeah. to yes. the Chicago Sun-Times yes, the office. Wings. Yeah. With audio. Yeah. 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 This th- I don't know if this is probably very legal. <laughs> you, could- <laughs> you mean recording high school kids without their permission, yeah. including in areas like various, the bathroom? <laughs> various lawsuits that could happen with this. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. <laughs> But also Josie and her brother, like the Geller siblings, just running this like high school scam. I don't God know. knows all you need to get into a high school is a fake ID. Yeah, that you no, made at the Tiki no Post. No social security number, I guess. No, no records. Yeah, and he starts like dating a girl, a sixteen-year-old yeah. oh gymnast. God. Yes. So wrong. She's 16. It only stops when she suggests having sex after prom. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to back away a little bit. Yeah. And I love how she's like, yeah, she's 16, Rob. And he's like, yeah, gymnast. And then she turns right around with the 17-year-old guy and is like, oh, yes, let's go up to the bedroom. I was like, ah, double standard there a little bit. So I'm all about suspension of disbelief with this setup, but this this surveillance van is insane. Yeah, it is. So does this guy just work in IT and he was just outsourced to this high school? Yeah, I don't know what this guy does. Does he, like, take care of all the computers in the office (laughs) to have this set up? Does he work for Homeland Security? Because he's got some pretty sophisticated equipment. It's it's pretty crazy. That tiny pin that has audio. It's Mm -hmm. it's nuts. And, like, high-def video. Yeah. 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 A lipstick camera like that. They're getting really good audio yeah they are in this office yes. of, of this high school yeah with this microphone that fits onto a wing pen <laughs> in very early times of that technology oh yeah for sure for sure <laughs> and like the school's not noticing that this crazy van is just parked there yeah Mm-mm. that's my big thing because yeah. it is a creepy looking van yeah and like, nobody gets in or out of it yeah exactly. ever <laughs> it just stays in front and it's right immediately in front of the yeah, building like right at the front steps yeah mm-hmm. oh man when is the carnival so the carnival is right before David Arquette uh, enrolls. Oh, okay. So then we. So sh- so they're raising money for prom. Yes. Yeah. And this, uh, it's, it's by the river. They're renting out this space, which, I mean, for school fundraising, they're spending all their money on renting out these yes. these carnival rides. That locale alone, on, all, like on the Chicago River. But I guess we'll just suspend the disbelief, and they're just yeah. fundraising all for, the money they make in tickets prom. for like pie so, throwing. Yeah. They're gonna have to put back into because if rental. public schools have anything it's extra money for venue renting oh, yeah, totally. yes why are they not doing this on the field <laughs> it's fun it's fun it's fun to believe that could happen though. yeah yeah so we get a, a little um cute little scene with michael vartan and drew barrymore on the on, on the, the ferris, ferris wheel. wheel yes you know laura my girlfriend you met at the club we've been going out for five years and now she wants me to move to new york and, you know, I mean, I should, I should do it. You know, make the commitment and grow up. I know we have our differences. You know what? I sh- shouldn't be talking about this stuff with you. I'm sorry. It's nice to have someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah, same here. Well, all I can tell you is that when you're my age, guys will be lined up around the block for you. have to say that because you're my teacher. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I'm your teacher. Kind of inappropriate. Things are things are heating up between between spilling his guts to a supposedly seventeen year old student about his relationship woes. Interesting. I have have to say, Josie's personal styling choices are a little all over the map. 
Yes. Because at the beginning, she's trying to fit in, so her so her outfits are a little bit more outrageous because she's still mm-hmm. trying to to be like a high school student. But then we kind of blend the real Josie's like style with she's becoming cooler just because she's learning from mm-hmm. these kids, I guess. So her clothes become more like updated. Yeah. And also, there's a little bit of the real Drew Barrymore. Oh yeah, towards in the end, her, it just turned in her fashion. Yeah. going into it, I feel like I would see her on Rosie O'Donnell wearing this similar. Well, she's well. The reason I mention is because outfit. at this at this carnival, she's wearing this like this like shawl, this like senorita like like shawl wrap like around. I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> Maybe it's a little Josie because it was kind of grannyish because it was like knitted and you know what I mean. Remember what she's wearing? She's like this wrap. It's like, okay, I don't know what's going on. But it's kind of cool from Mona May of how she styles this movie in Josie that as you go on later in the movie, Josie sort of finds her... She softens. She yeah. softens and you see her st- her personal style come yeah. out. Yeah, she starts buying clo- or wearing clothes that actually flatter her body yes. instead yes. of yeah. sacks that hide yeah. herself. And yeah. like, she, because she, everything about her early styling, it seemed like it was just to blend into the yes. background. Everything yeah, was beige. Or, yeah. yeah, very drab, mm-hmm. granny. Everything about her said granny, including yeah. her Buick LeSabre. Yes. I always like, like how she says, LeSabre. saber, Fully loaded. <laughs> fully loaded. <laughs> but then I thought, too, I was telling Scott, I was like, it would kind of make sense for her to drive that if that would have been like her parents' car, like her parents' mm-hmm. hand-me-down, because Aldisa's mm-hmm. just driving a Volvo. Yes. So it's like, granted, it's maybe she, the the thinking was that it was too new. So, like, why would she get have a new car like that? But I think it just looked like a... Look like your aunt's car. Oh yeah, no, she definitely would have been better off driving that to yeah. school than driving Bambi. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it goes back to like that. Bambi was a cool car when she was in high school. Yeah, and yeah, she, that was her. Yeah. What she's going. Yeah. For. I know that I had a newer car. My junior and senior year of high you school. You had your Beetle. I had I my, your beetle. my I silver oh. Beetle. I remember going to the, Edward. Going to the drive-in your Beetle. Yes, Edward, my silver Beetle. I named him after a spider on my ceiling. <laughs> she also had a minivan, though. Oh. That minivan was rad. It had four-wheel drive, and I could fit eight people into the drive-in <laughs> I, I in that car. That. That's awesome. Yes. But so I had a newer car my junior and senior year, and... um I got no shortage of shit for having like a new oh, Beetle sure. like yeah. that. So you were the first the person that had new cars. You were the first person like, who I ever knew you. that owned a Beetle. Like mm-hmm. those newer ones in the did late you ha- 90s. Did you put a flower in the little vase? <laughs> okay. Because so, didn't it come with a little vase? Yes, it did come with a little vase. And so story time, it, it got handed to me from my parents my mom really wanted to have a flower in there and yeah. I threw it out every single time that she put it in. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why do I have a fake flower next to my steering wheel? And yes, I, I did have that, that, that flower vase in there and everything. But yeah, so I, I totally get like the wanting to have like the older beater vehicle yeah, because yeah. like when we are like that, that let you fit in. Yes. But having yeah. a new vehicle oh, yeah. was like, Okay, yeah. Was not okay because, mm-hmm. you know, teenager logic, but... Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The mm-hmm. Le Saber. A Le Saber. <laughs> yeah. That, um, he, that he put the, like, tiki branding yeah. all over. He, he pimps that out to the... Tax write-off, man. Yeah. He pimps that out to the tiki mobile yeah. midway through the movie. Yeah. Yes. So um, I do have uh, – we were talking about Molly Shannon earlier, and I do have a little bit from, from Sex and Yes, because she comes in to see Josie on her 
on her lunch, lunch hour. Break. Yes. Like, yeah. what was what was this character like, planning on doing? Right? Just Did like, she not check to see if Josie also had lunch at that time? Yeah, right. just like, wandering the high school. She didn't have to check in with anyone. Yeah, yeah. another just time, adults in right off the street. Random adults can just walk into a high school and just like, oh, I'm just looking for so and so. Are you related? No. And Sam's class has been. Um, it's now a sex education yes, class. It for was the combined day. with another class, and they're having a sex ed talk. Oh, yes. And it's just a funny little scene. So. No, I'm not. What? I'm not. Oh, I am. Right, that's correct. I'm Pam. I'm Pam. Hi. Um, sex. <laughs> well, yes, sex. <laughs> um, wh- wh- what do you say, really, you know? Um, uh, you like a guy, you do it with him. Sometimes he calls, sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Why don't we talk about that later? And I just want to say that the burning sensation is totally normal. Wow. Um, sex is really fun. When you're old enough, which none of you are. Trust me, I should know. Because when you lose it to some guy named Junior with bad breath in the back of a van at a Guns N' Roses concert, you're going to wish you listened to your mother when she said, you know, nobody's going to want to buy the whole friggin' ice cream truck when you're handing out the popsicles for free. <laughs> Any questions? And then they learn how to put a condom on a banana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Important facts. And yes. this goes right into the new prom theme. This that is they the have moment, to vote yeah. on on the spot because another school is doing the millennium. Speaking speaking of the millennium theme, how do you dress for what the millennium? That? It's how literally a... six months away. Like, what are you going to I wear? Mean, I guess yeah. that you just put up two thousand and a big banner. Like, are you wearing all silver? I want to yeah, know. Yeah, is it futuristic? Like, there uh... was a lot of silver. I had socks, so there was a lot of silver, <laughs> and there was it was all sparkly. Now, Jessica, do you remember our senior prom theme? I was trying Not to even think of this bit. the other day. I think it was like city related in like New York. I have no I idea. I think it was like city related. I'm pretty sure it was because um, I was one of the ushers and I'm pretty sure that that was it. I remember our class at the time when we had to do fundraising for our prom had a gigantic yes. budget. Because yeah. I guess that we just made a lot of money at fundraising. Mm-hmm. So we had like mm-hmm. a lot to spend on the prom. Yeah, we did. Well... Wasn't it that like the juniors had to raise money for the seniors? Yeah. Well, oh my well, God. I also like, feel like it's like that, yeah. and also I think the juniors have to decorate. So the juniors decorate, but when you're a junior class, you have to raise money for your senior year for the. Oh sure. 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 So you have to raise money junior year, which will go into your senior year for the picnic and the prom. That's right. That makes sense. Fun fact: Amy was prom princess. Oh jeez. She was on court. I was never <laughs> on court, and I was always. Super pissed I never was. I would always vote for myself, and it just never happened. <laughs> My hair was fantastic. <laughs> Scott, you would have been the best prom court, so, honestly. Uh, um, guy uh, just has Josie pick this theme on the spot. Yeah, in one class. We'll pick the theme. One section of yeah, this high school class the, in one class picks the theme. Those 40, They're going to vote on it now. Yeah, those 40 <laughs> students like, that's it. That's some like say by the Bell shit though. Yeah. Yes. That your everything is decided on by a handful of students. Yeah, I feel like once the rest of the student, uh, the rest of the senior class heard that, they'd be like, oh, fuck no, it's not going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah, and this scene has my favorite line, which is when Guy says, Josie, and the one really ditzy girl goes, that's not a 
theme. <laughs> I love her though. She's the one that she's also has kind of like the dumb guy boyfriend. Yes. Yeah, they're like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah, because yeah. Because yeah. I was the football player. Scott, yeah, I was like, they're never outwardly mean to Josie. Mm-hmm. They're just dumb. Yeah. They're just a couple of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just doing their own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was her other thing? Parakeet. She got pasteurized. uh, What does pastoral Pastoral. mean? Oh, yeah, that's what they do to milk. (laughs) Parakeet? Parakeet? (laughs) She having a stroke? Why did she say parakeet? Where does that come from? (laughs) So when they're deciding on prom themes, we love when Molly Shannon chimes in. How about under the sea? (laughs) And it's a very, like... It's a very Molly Shannon delivery. It's a very yes. mom suggestion. Yes. You should have under the sea theme. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's like, no. So Josie on the spot decides to come up with made for each other. Made for each made other. Made for each other. <laughs> where they're going to be famous couples in history. Which is not what people come dressed as. No. Um, <laughs> so I feel like if this theme were to happen at a normal high school, it would be mass chaos. Gosh. It would get out of hand. Like, it's a little out of hand in this movie, but it's sort of railed in. But, like, it would get out of control at a real prom. Do you know how many Hugh Hefner with Play oh, Bunnies yeah. would come? Yeah. Like- you, I feel like you they would have to set up a thing where your costumes got approved. Right. You'd have to get them approved. Yeah, absolutely. It's been like the Malibu Barbie. Yeah. Like, Which those a, booty shorts? I, yeah, I mean, no way. No, those are cut not, way too high. Uh, those don't... Uh, just read as Barbie, but what I don't right I exactly. Don't I never. I don't remember my Barbie having that outfit. I'm not gonna no, lie. No, and they had like headdresses. She had like mm-hmm. all this like flowers in her hair. It was not Barbie. I mean, at all. they're already getting away with like wearing halter tops in high school. True. So I guess this True. slides by the prom. But I don't understand where the village people uh, fit in. Yeah. Love the village made for each other. You don't think that's a fa- like a famous couple like group throughout history? There and there were four of them. Yes, like, what? but I just like, maybe that's the, just how they roll. They're four gay dudes. They're just like we're all gonna go to prom together. <laughs> but it. they were the only four this gays in our, the high school. Yeah. But I just, <laughs> all dressed I as would the just love people. to see a cut scene of. Uh, like the language teacher, like checking all of them in and be like, okay, all right. So, so you, we- you are not going to wear pants at all. No, you're Tonight. just going to come or shoes. No, none. No. Okay. With well, that harness. He I, guess we'll, have a, I guess we'll let you through. He already doesn't have a last name. So I guess we can keep. <laughs> yeah. Cause Rob goes as Rob. Tom Cruise. Yes. yes. Just waltzes into the prom. Yeah. Without just pants. letting it all hang out in that, what in those whitey tighties. Yeah. And the, but Tidy whiteies. There's also uh, the Hunter S. Thompson. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Yeah. And that. Uh, They're made for each other. The Benicio del Toro yeah. character. Yeah. Were those also two dudes? Yes. Like, yeah. So when you at look the at the school? back. Aren't they the stoners from earlier? Like when oh, she's they, walking yeah, through yeah. the hallway with the loser thing on there. And they're behind her in another class, too. They're yeah. throughout. Yeah. They're yeah. like the. They're featured extras. The druggies. Yeah. 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 So. Before we talk about the prom in detail, we should probably set up who Josie ends up getting the date for prom with. Yeah. Yes. I mean. So her brother's having a party because they just won a baseball game. Yeah. And um, and the brother still lives at their parents' home. Yeah. Okay. So. I, have, I have a question about that. Did they actually win a baseball game? Because weren't they just playing like in practice outside yeah, and then suddenly practice. like party at my house See, you know, to I celebrate? Like, I'm like, what are you I feel celebrating? like it was supposed to be a game and they just couldn't fill out. The bleachers right? with extras. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I'm like, I think it's supposed to be a game. Okay, yeah. okay. So it was a it was a game. Yeah, that they won. Sure. And Rob <laughs> Rob gets to play in the big game, coach. Yep. 
Yeah. So it's so weird knowing that he's like an adult man. I feel like if this were to happen in real, I feel like it did happen a few years ago with a like a like a twenty year old or something that went on a high school baseball team. It absolutely did. And yeah, and they were like kicked out for it the was, whole season. Yeah, it was the it team. Was a, Big thing. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They were disqualified. Mm-hmm. Uh. Lots of legal action. I feel like there was something else, too, with like a little league team having like 15-year-olds or something. I like the uh, scene on 30 Rock where, yeah. he, where he has uh, – <laughs> oh, what are Tracy Morgan's bodyguards' names? Uh, Grizzin.com. Grizzin.com. <laughs> These Dominican birth certificates say otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I was, thinking about, I was thinking about that the whole time, too. <laughs> So, yeah, so we're having a big movie high school party at a at like a house. It's very like a uh, uh, can't hardly wait style. Yeah. 16 candles. Huge. Yeah. Did any of you guys have parties like that the, in no. high school? I certainly I didn't. I have friends no. over nope. sometimes where maybe alcohol was involved, but it was never like this. Though. I've still never been to a house party like that. But I feel Same. like we knew people that did throw parties like that, though. Right? Like, there was a party like that that got busted near my house. Oh, I remember that. You remember that. that? Yeah. That was a notorious one. Yeah. <laughs> should we beep out their name? I think so. I think so. I think we should. I'll, I'll beep it out. Um, so, yeah. So, big parties like this do happen in high school. Yeah. Maybe not quite like this. But though. let's talk about... Never got invited to them. Got, yeah. <laughs> Certainly, no, I never did. So let's talk about Guy and his intentions taking Josie to the prom. He really wants to take Josie to the prom at this point, right? Yeah, because he asked her in her bedroom, and there's like a cute little scene where she's covering up all of the pictures of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as Josie Grossy, so he doesn't notice her big, like the big grift. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. But she still always has that in the back of her mind. Is it going to be a? Is it going to be a? A fake out? Yeah. Is he going to throw eggs at her? Mm-hmm. Um, but also with this group of cool kids, there's the guy to girl ratio is a little off. Um, so I don't, well, no, maybe guy, because when they get there and there's all the Barbies, there's, uh, James Franco, the other guy with the crazy blown out hair. And he's going with Jessica Alba, who's disco Barbie. And James Franco, I think is supposed to be with, uh, Jordan Ladd, but, um, the last girl, Marley Sheldon as She's, Evening Gown Barbie. There's a there's a Ken. From Sugar and Spice, right? Is she yes. Sugar, yeah. Yeah. There's a third Ken that's like, who's that? It's he hasn't just been a, there the whole a, movie. It's a, right. I remember seeing a, him. Yeah. Being like, it's who, a central casting extra with? that yeah. they got for the day. He's with, he's with, I think he's supposed to be with Malibu Barbie because he's wearing shorts and an open shirt. Yes. I, I think that that and is he's right. he's blonde and I'm just like, who's that? <laughs> Yeah, you only see him at the the scene where they're putting like getting the dog yeah, food ready, exactly. right? Yep, yeah, I was yep, like, yep. Who, like last night, I was like, who is that guy? Yeah, yeah, because I think the ratio of 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 cool kids mm-hmm. now that he's going with with yeah. Josie through. We should off. also mention that um, LDS has been kind of forgotten about by Josie you know, during all this. Yeah, that does kind of suck, but. As with high school politics, yeah. With like when you I get into the cool kids, Josie. you sometimes have to leave. Can no longer associate. leave old friends behind. Mm-hmm. Can no longer associate with. What her. does she call yeah. her when there's the the whole song montage when they're going up the escalator? Oh, oh my god! Like there goes another lemming. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pete noticed her crazy hat that she's wearing. When she's going up the escalator, it looks like she's wearing a purse on her head, but it's like knitted. 
It's like you're like a crocheted or a knit like a bag with handles because there's like this weird like strap that's coming down on the sides. But when you look at it, it just kind of looks like it's a empty purse that she just has. On her. <laughs> so we should also mention the yeah. the guy that runs in their crew is from the 1979 Smashing Pumpkins video, which is very famous. The nerdy yeah. denominator oh, wow. guy. Yeah. 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 I thought I recognized him. Yeah. Is he also in? Um, they bring him back for the second one. Well, he's in did. the he's in the perfect video as well. But is he also in that weird Joseph Gordon-Levitt high school movie? Brick, Brick. Is he also in that? Possibly. I think he's in that too. Yeah, he's uh, the nerdy the nerdy denominator boy. He has one line where he tells that crazy joke. And <laughs> What's his name? And that laugh. Oh. Yeah, all that. Oh, la- that yeah, laugh. I'm like, okay, this kid's on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> undiagnosed, or maybe he is in the in the movie. Uh, the actor's name, his name is Giuseppe Andrews. Okay, yeah, and I think he named. I think his real name is not Giuseppe. I think he named himself that to be more interesting. Um, so are we at the dance? Well, let's we are. The prom. We'll just talk talk about this bullshit prom. I mean, we have to have our <laughs> moment where she kind of lays it out all on the line. It's our it's our Mean Girls moment. You know, yeah. she's got to have her big speech. But it's just they emptied out. All of the prop houses of the valley to dress to everyone these for this prom. There's some crazy ones that they are really reaching for couples. When they were like when Mona May and all the wardrobe people were going through outfits, just like here's a golf outfit. I guess we'll just make them Tiger Woods. There's a pimp in there. There's a pimp yes. and a hoe in there. Yeah, I, my favorite is. Uh... Joseph and Mary. Yeah. It's like, there's no room at this table. <laughs> That's a fun little bit. It's I like just that. too bad for them. <laughs> Those poor extras don't get any lines. They're just like, mm, okay. Like, oh, okay. And yeah. um, she fully came. And Josie pregnant. and Guy are going as Rosalind and Orlando. Orlando, Orlando. and as you'd like it. Yeah. And so, Josie's dress, yeah. her whole outfit. Yeah, she's Oh looks my great. god. Yeah. I rented this beautiful dress. I was obsessed with this outfit in high school. Like I loved it, and I loved the hair is like super period, like very much, very much like her um, ever after costumes. Like I just, I absolutely like this is my favorite scene when she walks out in her. Yeah. In her dress, and I just thought she was so beautiful. Yeah, definitely, it, it, it definitely works. And this is where I really, you can really tell that her eyebrows are bleached out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, and this with her hair up in this scene, but yeah, she does, she does look really good. And he's definitely got his. This is at his most like pirate chic. Yeah, he's got a sword. That's what's he's important. Got, yeah, and also kind of going back to Josie Geller's story was her high school humiliation was at the prom. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she was. She got eggs thrown at her by Billy. And when he comes Aww. up out of the sunroof, mm-hmm. he's got a white rose yes. and it looks like an egg. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I just, I think she does that so well. Like you can see that fear come over her yes. face yeah. when she sees that white rose. Like she's still so traumatized from that horrible, horrible thing that they did to her in high school. I mean, yeah. like, I, like when, when they, I, I know I've talked about it, like when they do that flashback scene and she's like, like, crying like hunch like bent over crying mm-hmm. like yeah. oh my god i think she does that so she really well does. like i really i just feel all of her pain in that and i yeah. just love it so yeah i mean thing. a lot of people don't really give drew credit for being like a good actor but like she really sells yeah it and it, she's kind of dropped off the radar recently i mean she had her oh, netflix doing, show yeah, which that was and that's been canceled but she probably like that that she can work a few months of the year and then be done mm-hmm. but yeah there I think was, she took time off after she had a kid this is true 
So, but yeah, Santa Clarita Diet was pretty popular. People love it. Did you guys ever see Grey Gardens with Drew? I feel like that was her big moment that she really proved herself as an actress that like this is a this is a really great performance and she got a lot of accolades from it like she won the Golden Globe that year for it and that was like kind of the best that Drew yeah. has ever been on. And she was opposite Jessica oh, wow. Lange. Yes. Like yeah, and she's really playing little Edie Bouvier and she's awesome in that movie. Yeah. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, really good. It's on HBO Go. We have Check that. it out. <laughs> Grey Gardens. And then you can watch the documentary which I think might be on YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um so yeah, I keep wanting to call him Rufus. But that's the <laughs> that's, that's the, the cool word. That's the cool totally the Rufus. Word. Yeah. It's totally Rufus. So she's not So it's not, it's not a stick Oh, of gum. And we should also yeah. mention that um Gary Marshall and John C. Riley have fixated on the teacher as that this yes. is the story mm-hmm. of the student teacher relationships that get out of hand. Yes. That's the angle that they're pitching the story. Yes. So this is what they want Josie to pursue. So she's also like going into that with the prom that she eventually has to sell out this teacher. Yeah. And she's right when she's first talking to John C. Riley about that, that nothing has happened. No. They've just talked to each other and it's been sweet. Yeah. But that's as, that's as far as it's gone. Yeah, too. exactly. And then they have that slow dance. Yeah. Well, she actually wins prom queen. She wins prom queen. And it's not rigged or anything. I think they mm-hmm. kind of like that kind of stuff. We're just supposed to at this point, we're just supposed to take. You know, mm-hmm. that she's she's, she's char- made it. She's charmed the whole school. Yeah. She transi- transitioned. Yes, for sure. Say. As they say, yeah. They say, say, and it's hard. People try to do it their whole lives, oh, and they never do. Yep. Yeah. Jessica Alba gives her this big speech. Um. So what I was saying is that she's slow dancing with Sam. Yeah. yeah. And Sam, like, wants to tell her something. Because she says, I have something to tell you. And he says, I have something I to tell you, too. You too. What okay. does he What, is he, tell what do you have to tell her? her? You still think that she's 17. Yeah. What exactly do you have to tell right? her right now? It's never made clear. Like, <laughs> it's never we never clear. find out what it was. No. But he has broken up with his girlfriend, yeah. Laura. Yeah. Well, Laura seemed like a bitch. So. She sure, totally did. So, yeah. God, how he dare you have interest there. like going out and listening to music? Get it out of your system before you move to New York where there's no live music or outdoor life ever. God. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so she's about to spill the beans to him, but at this point, uh, Guy has asked Aldis to dance. Yeah. In that blue earlier. spandex one. Yeah. Like, one piece. Yeah. They all is, they all come as DNA. She's DNA. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. And it's underneath the they're wearing like coveralls, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, lab cover ups. Um well Aldis pisses off the girls because they refuse to sell her a prom ticket which you can't do that no. You, no, <laughs> no, you can't just go to just go to the office and I be like that. I want to buy a prom ticket they're not that, selling me one I love that <laughs> look on Marley Sheldon's face when she says oh she's going down <laughs> yeah. I love how bitchy she yeah. plays that yeah. you have to she plays her. that line yeah she's going down <laughs> so they decide that they've got to do something to knock her down a couple of pegs and they're going to Cover her in Alpo. They go the classic Carrie route yeah, yeah. where Carrie, it was the blood yeah. because of the, you know. A can of dog food. That's very, it's yeah. an interesting burn. Well, because yeah. like, they call her Alpo. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, dog food that comes in a can is not 
liquidy no, like no, it no. comes out all you in like one yeah <laughs> like it comes out all in one like piece James like Franco it's gelatinous would, James yeah. Franco would have to have like a spatula that he's right like, just <laughs> flinging it at her, her. <laughs> I have to say no, I no. have fed some dogs with that kind of dog food and it there are some liquid ones yeah some yeah <laughs> and it's pretty gross don't get the pate get the <laughs> yeah don't get the high quality dog food get the get the cheap shit so so drew Drew notices the setup of it. Yeah, she sees it coming as she's about to spill the, the beans to um, to Mr. Coulson. Mr. Coulson. I still don't know that. <laughs> Mr. Coulson. It's a real name. <laughs> it was uh, Agent Coulson from uh, from the MCU. That was his name. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she runs over to stop it and like tips the can and it goes flying and CG dog food is everywhere and it lands on the girls and they scream. And um, she saved her best friend's life, her yeah. her mm-hmm. her high school best friend's life. Yeah, mm-hmm. before their her sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you know that Aldis is going to go to college yeah. and like find a girlfriend who looks exactly like Josie did yeah. in high school. Is she going I mean, to Sarah Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if she goes to Northwestern, there's definitely. An LGBT group there that oh, she's going to sure. find herself wandering toward out of curiosity, and then she gets she gets an apartment with her good friend oh, from sure, that group. Yeah. You sure. know, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. We do have to write the sequel. Yeah, Aldisa's journey. Yes. Oh my god. And now yes. it could be fun because it's going to be like a period piece because it's going to be set a 90s. in the early 2000s. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she and she eventually like she goes for a Kate Monag Shane type character, you know, <laughs> who remind who also is like guy. And, yeah, I have guy. I have ideas. So Pete, you and I gotta we gotta gonna, sit down and write this. Yes, yes. <laughs> so she has her big speech, like her big moment where she comes out as yeah. a reporter to everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a little bit of that. It's kind of long, but we'll just let's play it though. Let me tell you something. I don't care about being your stupid prom queen. I'm 25 years old. I'm an undercover reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times, and I have been beating my brains out trying to impress you people. Let me tell you something, Gibby, Kirsten, Kristen. You will spend your lives trying to figure out how to keep others down because it makes you feel more important. Why her? Let me tell you something about this girl. She is unbelievable. I was new here and she befriended me, no questions asked. But you, you were only my friend after my brother, Rob, posed as a student and told you to like me. Love you, Rob. Yeah. All of you people, there is a, a big world out there, bigger than prom, bigger than high school, and... It won't matter if you were the prom queen or the the quarterback of the football team or the biggest nerd in school. Find out who you are and try not to be afraid of it. Excuse me. Meanwhile, the DJ's like, um, should I play a song? Yeah. <laughs> Let's make a joke about this. And suddenly everybody yeah. forgets that it just happened and goes back to dancing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got, got Drew's big diva speech. Yeah. Her big moment. 
She threw that crown on the ground and you could hear it clinking. It's not plastic like in, uh, like no. in Mean Girls. Yeah, she can't break it apart and throw it out to different people. <laughs> Give Elise a little piece of it. Yeah, here's a piece for Elise. And the Kirsten and Kristens. Yeah. <laughs> they still look amazing, even though they got hit by a bus. <laughs> they are pissed at her at this point. Yeah. They're so mad. <laughs> and we have probably my favorite line of the entire movie. Delivered to the back row by Jessica Alba. Yes. I'm saving them. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So the cat's out of the bag now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just gets her stuff and leaves. And then Rob leaves. Oh yeah. And in I mean Yeah, in disgrace. <laughs> and like to like this is something like you definitely could not do that today. I mean, obviously, but like I mean so this 16-year-old girl tells her parents. Her parents are like, you mean this 23-year-old kid was hanging out my do- with my right? daughter for yeah. how long? You and know? took her to prom. That's her prom date. This yeah. is her prom. Yeah. Well, she's 16. Maybe she's young, like in the grade below them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I th- she's 16 and a senior? She right. could be a junior. Maybe he. she's right. his prom date. Like, yeah. he's going to prom and... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because she's also in that senior sex ed class somehow. Yep. Yeah, that was her sitting next to Josie. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? 90s logic. She skipped a grade, but she didn't seem like the type. <laughs> she skipped a she skipped a grade for gymnastics. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> they bumped her up. <laughs> so, yeah, well, uh Mr. Coulson kind of overhears Josie and the the surveillance van guy. What the real story was. Yeah. Please tell me him. you got something on Coulson. Yep. Yep. Cuz she took off the the mic yes. and the camera. She stopped it. Because mm-hmm. she was like, shit's about to get real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want. I'm going to tell you this off the record. Yeah. I want the IT guy to be like, and so can can I get back that camera? That's yeah, that's what, like you do. With that's that? like a thousand dollars. That yeah. was legit, really expensive. <laughs> it's the only one of its kind, and the Pentagon is asking yeah. me about it. So, yeah. So now, I mean, now she just has to go back to work, right? She has to write this article and prove herself. Yes, indeed. With it. And prove to Gus that he will have an amazing story. Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. now she's got the angle. Mm-hmm. And the angle is she's she's going to tell the truth. The truth is out. You mm-hmm. know, this was the – I guess the story itself is the story of the movie. Like, yes. Yeah. And the story of itself is that high school hasn't changed all as much as you think it has from right. when mm-hmm. you were once young. Yeah. And when she's writing the story, she has her – Oh God! What is all the stuff that she has around her? If you see when she's she has writing, the, that, she has like her her math yeah, sweater. Yeah, right. She has the yeah, dominator sweater. She has the bag that she brought in the on the bag. first day. She's you, got the feathery outfit. Yeah. She's got the, the prom dress. Prom dress is on the couch too is all sitting there. Like little the, relics. The journey from beginning to end <laughs> of her second high school experience. Yeah. She needed those talismans around her to like inspire mm-hmm. her. Creative and, energy. Yeah. And she writes this kick-ass column that just takes Chicago by storm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's reading this goddamn yeah. article. People on the, <laughs> on the train, people like everywhere. Do you think that you've ever just been walking on like this, like the gold line or the subway or something and everyone just has their... I mean, print is dead now, so you would, everybody <laughs> would be reading it off their phone now. But everyone's yeah. just... Uh, reading is the just same thing. Enraptured. Like, I don't know. By this article. I don't know. There are those written. pictures of all the women reading uh, 
what, 13 Shades of Grey, or what is that? 50 Shades, 50 50 shades, 50 shades of Grey. Yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, there's not nearly enough yeah. BDSM in this article no, to warrant that kind of response. No, no. <laughs> Maybe just the whole, like, salacious part of it about, like, the teacher. I don't know. But everyone yeah. loves this article. Yeah, they love it. And her, like, the way she's ending it is just this, like, this call to action. This call to action that she's, she's like, going to she's gonna meet the man that she deceived. On the pitcher's mound. On the pitcher's mm-hmm. mound. Which, I mean, she's kind of she's kind of setting herself up for failure. If this were to go <laughs> south, it could really not work out. Like yeah. that, that one, the poor kid in Love, Simon, when he declares uh, his love yeah. for... I mean, and also, Love, Simon, it's a direct nod to this movie, too. <gasps> it is? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It, it was yeah. a di- like a direct reference to Never Been Kissed, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. But they're on a Ferris wheel. They're on a Ferris wheel. But there's wheel a Ferris wheel in this harkens movie. Harkens back oh, to the Ferris wheel. Right, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, the Ferris wheel. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, just blew my mind. We'll do okay. Love, Simon next week. No, we won't. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, we, love, we love Love, Simon. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. Yeah. So she, I like how she grabs a mic to stand there and say, start the clock. Start the clock. <laughs> and then proceeds to stand there anything. for five minutes mm-hmm. with everyone just yeah. like... All of the reporters in Chicago, yeah. like every everyone showed up. News vans. Everyone showed up for this goddamn yeah. high school baseball game. Mm-hmm. And all the people who two days ago hated her. Yeah, they all came around when they read. The they article. all. Oh, right. They all had their little yeah. moment where. Uh, oh, like, that's right. They hated her. Guy like there, and just I like, like I like, like yeah, Josie. I like yeah. when like guy steps in the school and you could tell that it's during his voiceover or it's during. His section of the article yeah. voiceover of yeah. that guy that you had a crush on, and guys just like looking at the school, like just like yeah, this thinking place of mine. Josie, just like yeah. yeah, this place really is mine. These are my glory years. Yeah, <laughs> I'm peaking right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All downhill for me. So, so the clock runs out, and he's yeah, not and he doesn't show uh, up. Yeah. Yep. And that's just like so painful. I can just feel, <laughs> I can feel the humiliation. You know, just sitting I was there. trying to think of in not another teen movie what they did for this scene. Because in not another teen movie, you remember that movie, the whole joke of the Never Been Kissed section is that she's an old woman and, right. and she's going back to high school. <laughs> so so they play it off like that and she has the cruel intentions lesbian kiss with my with Mia Kirshner. With Mia Kirshner. <laughs> and I can't remember what Oh, I think that she's standing in the football field and she gets She gets tackled. She gets tackled, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. It's the old lady. But no, old like Sam Sam Coulson yeah. is just there late. Yeah. And he shows up. It was I must have been ironing his slacks. It took him yeah. forever to get there, guys. Yeah. You know, that's Chicago traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably took the L. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it also took Josie forever to get there. Because it it's did. her first yeah. kiss. It's her first kiss. Oh yeah, we we never know we never mentioned like the title of this movie has never been kissed. I mean, you mentioned it when you yeah. introduced it. But. By the way, I think yeah. that she has way too much confidence in that sex ed class to never have even kissed somebody. Uh, yeah. She sows no awkwardness over putting that condom on the banana. <laughs> Until the condom pops off and hits Sam in the face. In the face, yeah. <laughs> A little bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's never been kissed. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. do they live happily ever after? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And Robbie Rob has that assistant coaching job. Yeah, he gets to be which assistant coach. He's, I'm answered, guessing... he's answered to none of this. No, he so, has sh- no consequences whatsoever. Yeah. No consequences yeah. whatsoever of 
uh, playing on a high school team when you're 23 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. I get that it's a baseball assistant coach, but don't you need some sort of schooling or certification to teach kids? Well, and like, wouldn't any games that they won with him playing be called yeah. into question? Yeah. And maybe they would have to forfeit the championship. I'm... That's Possibly. where that comes. From. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different movie. Yeah, wouldn't the school face some consequences over this? Yeah, most likely. Yeah. So, kind of relating to our podcast and why I thought it would be a good choice for it. So, I think this movie really speaks to both gay men and women that you don't become really comfortable on your skin until you're in your mid-20s. Very true. And like Josie Geller, once you come out, I mean, I can't really speak for lesbians, especially for gay men. When you're like, when you first come out and you're in your mid-20s, that's when you kind of start acting like a 17-year-old. Is that you have to sort of reclaim all of your time that was not yours in high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the baby gay. Yeah. The baby the baby gay like, Yeah, That's when yes. you're like taking Molly and WeHo and dancing all night long. For lesbians, you that's when you that. move in no, with I your girlfriend of two dates. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> you guys start shopping at Pier 1 together. You get a matching flannel collection. So the memes are true. <laughs> I Absolutely. suspected they were. You get a Cameron Esposito haircut. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not until your 30s that you're like, you know what? Oh, I think I can just be myself and be right? gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And then definitely like gays can relate to Josie's awkwardness in high school. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That you can never quite be yourself. Yeah. Or when you are yourself, you're like red to filth for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, I mean, I used to have like, I used to... F- completely fantasize about moving to a new place when I was in high school and starting over oh, same here. where yeah. nobody knew me and I could just be whoever I wanted to be. And when I got that opportunity in my mid twenties, like that's, yeah, that is exactly when I yeah. came into myself and everything. So I really, I mean, I really definitely, um, align my, like this movie really makes sense to me in that yeah. whole, given a second chance to mm-hmm. be, who you are and not just, yeah, be, you know, raked over the coals for it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that like Drew Barrymore in this movie where in in some movies she's kind of used for like, I I mean, she's not that sexualized, but she's definitely really pretty, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I think in her like wild child days, she did more movies that, capitalized on her like sexuality yeah. i think at this point she was really just like okay this is going to be a, more of a comedic role um and she's really kind of dressed down for most of it yeah you know and kind of reading into probably why drew barrymore wanted to do it was that drew barrymore never had the high school experience that everyone yeah. else did <laughs> she was either working or doing drugs when she was like in yeah, absolutely she was she yeah. famously went into like drug rehab when she was like 12 years old yeah, yeah. So she never got to have an all-American teenage experience like this yeah. movie. Yeah. And for me, especially, this movie speaks to me because, like, I couldn't figure out when I was in high school why I just obsessively watched everything with Drew Barrymore, Alicia Silverstone, <laughs> Julia mm-hmm. style. I mean, and now looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, I definitely wanted to fuck Drew Barrymore. <laughs> like, that was... <laughs> That was definitely what that was. But I had, you know, back then it was just, I was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And she's so, just, uh, everything about (laughs) her is so amazing. I just love her so much. And every movie that she's in is amazing. Yeah. 
But it's accessible for like I'm a lot of straight girls that I know just loved Ever After and mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah. All of that. I mean the clothes and Ever yeah. After. Yeah. Yeah. I just love these movies. I mean this one because it's just a fun romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't quite make teenage movies like this anymore. No. It has to be, like, based on a book where somebody's dying of cancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're... They meet some cute guy, yeah. and they don't have very long with each other. The or late 90s, one early, of them's like a vampire. The early 2000s were a big time for for teenage romantic comedies that were just silly little, you know, yeah. fun little. Yeah, because when did She's All That come out? She's All That came out in 99. Yeah. Also. So this is like. She's All That, I think. Yeah. Uh, also, this came out spring of 99. 10 Things I Hate About You came out. Yes, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, I was. I just noticed a book today that was about all everything that came out in 1999, and it's called Best Movie Year Ever by Brian Rafferty that came out uh, that is just kind of about the pop culture explosion in 1999. Because mm-hmm. that's the year, like, The Matrix came out, American yeah. Beauty, Star Wars Episode oh, One came out. It's just all of these huge movies, Sixth Sense, all of these great teen movies like Never Been mm-hmm. Kissed, Cruel Intentions, that yeah. I don't think that Hollywood has ever seen a diverse type of movies like 1999. Yeah, it was a really great year for film. Interesting. Yeah. I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I love all those movies. little yeah. book club pick. I want to read it. Find it on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting any <laughs> so um, invitation. For any that. last thoughts about Never Been Kissed? Final thoughts. Do we leave anything out? Do we leave anything out? <laughs> um, the only thing that I wanted to comment on was the um, classic '90s portrayal of smoking weed when she's at oh, the club yes. when she eats that edible. She made yeah. a table with the whole Rastafarian, not <laughs> just one, the whole table. The whole table, and how she like suddenly has this, all this energy to go up and dance and everything. Yep. I'm like, I've eaten nope. too much of an edible before, yeah. and I could barely move. No. And then the, no, she's oh, going to be glued to that couch. Yeah, the most relatable line I thought of was later when she says, "Oh my God, someone ate my entire yeah. pie." <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. That I thought was the most relatable line of the whole thing yeah so i was like yep that is i have i have been there (laughs) i definitely thought if she's eating that whole piece of cake or brownie or whatever it was i was like she's not moving for a full day yeah that was a lot (laughs) i always hope she i always think the joke is gonna be that they didn't give her one with weed in it she wasn't stoned at all and she's just acting crazy (laughs) but that's not where it goes (laughs) yeah that would have been really good though The Oza Motley concert was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my god, we did, did we it. make it through. We made it through. We talked about we talked about everything of Never Been Kissed. I love it. <laughs> thank you for coming on thank the show. You so much for coming up. It's so good to see you guys. Yeah, and thank you guys for doing this podcast. Seriously, I oh. I love it, and I laugh so hard <laughs> every time I listen to it. Thanks for listening since episode one too. Yeah, episode since the one very beginning was when we we were listening to it on the way home from Lewistown, and you had mentioned Never Been Kissed, and I was I like, did. Oh my god, Amy since got a text message right now saying that that was the movie that made me gay. <laughs> yeah, I, was about, I was talking about Mona May the Costumer. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah. this was great. Thank you for coming. So much on. fun. Thank, thank you. Driving thank all the way out here. Yeah, thank you very it's much. A good time. Well, uh, everybody listening, don't forget to follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. Where are we on Facebook and Instagram, Scott? I mean, we're at Movies That Made Us Gay on Facebook and Instagram. I still have to look up our Twitter handle because for the life of me, I still can't remember. It's what... MTMUG. 
MTMUG pod. pod. Yeah, at Twitter. On Twitter. But, of course, we're most accessible on the Instagram. So shoot us a, a DM. Yeah, tell us comment, if you want any movies like everything you want us to review. And uh, also go on iTunes where you can listen to us and give, give us, us five, five stars. stars. Yeah. Give us five stars and write a good review. We had a good review uh, on our iTunes page just come up within the last few days. I wonder who wrote it. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks for writing that <laughs> wonderful review. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Secret listener out there. <laughs> Thank you again for coming on the show again, you guys. That was great. <laughs> Thank <you. laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, we'll guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.